0: And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here you hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course stories. I'm your host, Fred. Well, I hope wherever you are, it's as beautiful as it is here in coastal Maine, with the sun's shining, a uh, light wind's going, uh, the surf fresh, and the, generally the whole world's a buzz. It's that rare time of year when our inhospitable climate actually becomes a little bit pleasant. Uh, that said, it's time to draw your shades, close your windows, turn the lamps low as we descend deep into the after hell a terrifying post-apocalyptic nightmare world by the twisted minds of Olin Productions out in Portland, Oregon. This After Hell is a Tales of the Crypt-esque series of terrible events that happen to ordinary people in this nightmare world uh, post some sort of terrible falling out with the universe. An uh, episode I'm sharing today, a budding young comedian finds out just how brutal life on the road can be. Probably not for all listeners, and as they, they themselves say, listen at your own peril.
1: And madness Change the face of the world Earth becomes The after hell Soon You shall see And so shall Three unlucky travelers Driving down a lonely road Into the abyss Soon
2: I'm saying is, you stand with the mic stand in front of you, it looks like you're afraid of the audience. Which you are. Sure, but they don't have to know. Well, I thought I did okay got a good response. Good response. Whole audience was three drunks and a hooker drinking themselves blind.
3: Oh, that's why you
2: bombed. They were too drunk to laugh. Ah, bite me. You're just pissed they were too drunk to screw. I know how you've missed those beet farmer orgies. Are we still in Idaho?
3: What? You can't tell one overgrown field from another. We're in Montana now. Welcome to God's armpit.
2: This brings the total number of states you gigged in up to what?
4: Three, four if LA counts. That was mostly me and my agent, though, taking me around, meeting people. People? What people? Oh, jeez, a couple Canadians, that guy that plays a therapist on TV, some people at CBS. Oh, and this guy, uh, this Paramount guy, Austinton. He said I should come back for pilot day.
2: Austinton? Vic Austinton, thick glasses, toupee, contacts, hair looked real. Because the son of a bitch bought implants, damn it!
3: Kid, be careful or he'll screw you. Screw you like he did us.
2: Goddamn Jersey, son of a whore. What happened?
3: Well, in 82, uh, NBC was talking about bringing back the variety shows. Like in the 70s with the Hosmans and Sonny and Cher. Cher had a TV show? Yeah, well, we were all lined up. 13 shows. dances, the works. Then he went with Shields and Yarnell instead. Mimes! Dropped! For friggin' mimes! With Austinton, you gotta remember screw him before he screws you.
4: The golden rule of comedy. What about leave him wanting more?
2: That's like 11th.
3: Right after, never share a shower with Gallagher.
2: Jesus, all that fruit.
3: And that's not even counting the comic.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mind if I check the radio? Oh. For what? Breaking news on cow tipping? Uh, Um, if our next club's doing a radio promo,
2: what station would they put it on? The deep end? Do a radio ad?
3: Most of their customers don't own a radio. They're too scared for little people inside.
2: Crazy gospel stations. Hold on, gotta take a leak. Leroy, you come with.
3: Why's he gotta go with you? To watch my back.
2: Austin might be hiding behind a bush, waiting to stab me. So, Leroy, your first road trip. You liking it so far? It's sure different than I expected, Mr. Jackson. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. call me JJ. Sure, JJ. You know, there's nothing wrong in deciding it's not for you. Ever consider being a comedy writer? Doing jokes for other people? You know, I was going to say it's better than I thought. Ah, kids. I guess you might think that. You've had some lucky breaks. Good crowds, they'll laugh at anything. Not at you. The road gets rough. And you... I love you like a son, you know that. I meet someone who's sensitive, I start to get a bit protective. The road's an ugly place, Leon. Leroy. Owners are criminals, half the customers are hopped up on drugs, and... Here, look at this scar. No, that's okay. You don't believe me? I do, really, I'll take your word for it. Come on, see for yourself. jeez. Ah, it ain't pretty, but you can learn something. I really don't want to see your scar, JJ. That's Mr. Jackson, punk. Now, this scar. See? Italian mobsters, they're cool with insult jokes. You can tease them. Russian mob? Bad idea. That's how I got this one. And the Colombians? Well, yeah. see this guy. I need to go now.
3: Hmm, you're back. Tell me you hit him on the head and you're going to drive me to Vegas and have your way with me. What? Just kidding. Uh, hey, Leroy, I've been wondering, uh, you have a manager?
4: Yeah, Denise Matsoya. She booked me on this tour.
3: So, she hates you, huh? You ever uh, considered switching? Uh, someone who'll look out for you. Someone who's seen all the showbiz angles.
4: Why, Mrs. Robinson... I do believe you're trying to sign me.
3: What's that supposed to mean?
4: Anyhow, what about JJ? Your act. I can't split you two up.
3: Mm, split us up. I'd like to split them up with an axe.
2: Must be a dead cow or something around here. place stinks.
3: Hmm, Must have caught a whiff of one of your baseball jokes.
2: What's wrong with my baseball set?
3: Oh, nothing when Bob Hope did it in 62.
2: Jesus, you say I lift jokes? This from the woman who sent a stenographer to Phyllis Diller performances.
3: Well, maybe I don't need to worry about that anymore. Isn't that right,
2: Leroy? What's that supposed to mean? Um, I let me try the radio again.
3: It was bad enough meet with you. Are when you, you trying, were trying a to pull one over on
4: me, Because I now swear, Missy, I'll make you wish you'd never my... been born in a... Oh, oh my God. God.
3: God!
2: Is everyone all right?
3: I taught you to drive. That
2: damn truck came out of nowhere. Did you see them? They were hurt. They were bloody.
3: Drugs. This whole state's one giant crystal meth lab.
2: Drugs. Well, they're gone now. They must have been going ninety. Shouldn't we call somebody?
3: No, no. Never get involved. That's rule two.
2: Three. Rule two is always get paid up front.
3: Well. <laughs> so Leroy, about the question I asked you earlier. It's
2: got to
4: be no, Miss Jackson. I'm sorry.
3: Well. Well, that's probably all for the best.
2: Do I want to know? No. No. Damn right.
3: Well, Leroy, after tonight, you might not want to keep doing this anyhow.
2: <laughs> Remember Nutsky?
3: Oh, poor Robert. Who can forget? What,
2: he quit after playing the club where we're going? The deep end, right?
3: <laughs> he had to. Poor dear. He went to jail.
2: Guy rushes the stage, he gets what's coming to him. Damn hecklers.
3: Nutski clobbered him with his guitar. Killed him on the spot. Rotten luck.
2: Couldn't the bouncer stop it?
3: <laughs> That's the best part.
2: That, that was, was the, the bouncer. bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was after that, they installed the chicken wire around the stage. You two are pulling my leg.
3: And we just want you to know what you're in for, dear. The audience at this club's always been a little, um... Ha! Ah,
2: try
4: psychotic.
3: They get a free picture if they can make a performer cry. Well,
4: if it's so bad, why would anyone perform here?
3: Mm, you can have a nice long chat with your manager about that when you get back, dear. And here we have it. The one, the only... Thank
2: God for that.
3: Deep End.
2: Ugh, what's that smell? That, my boy, is the stench of a thousand comics dying on the stage.
5: Mercy killings most of me, J.J. The lovely peaches. And who's the fresh meat?
3: Hiram, meet Leroy Piretsky, our new opener. Leroy, this is Hiram LaGrange. He runs the place.
5: Ah, oh, now. This place pretty much runs itself these days. I'm just kind of long for the ride. Yeah, <laughs> running itself,
2: huh? It is a bit. Green room still where it used to be?
3: Ooh, I should go freshen up, too. Hiram, be a dear and keep an eye on Leroy while he's unloading the car, won't you? He's been eyeing my sequin dress. You know how it is.
4: Eyeing it. Trying to figure out how many normal people could camp out inside it more like.
5: (laughs) Pretty good. You one of them insult comedians? No, not really my thing. Hey, could we open some windows? What? Ruin a 12-year streak? (laughs) Trust me, if you knew what this place looked like in the daylight, you'd, you'd thank me for keeping it dim.
3: have any more, your liver will explode and ooze out your pores. (sighs) Drink up.
2: this from a woman. Oh, hell, forget it. Excuse me? Forget it, forget it.
3: Forget it? Does this dress make me look fat? You're fine. That's it. What the hell is wrong? Are you sick?
2: No. Yes. I don't know. I'm rattled.
3: Rattled? Why? Is it is it Leroy? Did he Oh God, did he come on to you?
2: No, Jesus, what sort of twisted diseased brain is inside that skull of yours? Where two men can't step out for a pee without No, screw Leroy, it's not that. It's I've got a weird feeling.
3: You've played here a dozen times.
2: It's bigger than that. It's remember Green Bay, that dancer?
3: The one who got killed by her boyfriend?
2: Came backstage and sliced her up while I was on? No more than 20 feet away. Never had a clue.
3: That, that was 30 years ago. They caught him. He's dead.
2: It's not that. its I, I smelled something that night. While she was getting killed. It was like craziness and blood.
3: So he smelled like a hockey player.
2: So did that waiter eight years ago. Remember that smartass? He went nuts. Started screaming about wild dogs. Stuck a knife through that girl's hand. Same smell. Wow. Coincidence. Fine, say what you want. I'm saying it's not, and I smell it again tonight, stronger than ever. I need a smoke.
4: It's a nice sound system you've got there.
5: All the better to hear you with. That's one of them, what you call it, uh, classical references. I know where it's it's from from. Ooh, Mr. College Boy!
4: Oh, jeez, whoa, did did that sound snotty? I'm sorry, it's just three days on the road, I'm a little fried.
5: Seventy hours in a car with Peaches and JJ, I'm surprised you're not psychotic. (laughs) Hey, let's see how much they teach you in them fancy schools. Where's this quote from? Scattered lies his corpse, part beneath the rugged rocks and part amid the deep dark woods. No easy task to find. But his poor head hath his mother made her own, and fixing it upon the point of a spear, she bears it through the midst of town, having left her sisters with the menads at their rights. Weird. Shakespeare? Picante, Euripides. Them ancient Greeks, they had some ideas about how to keep their crowds happy. Get yourself a drink, why don't you? Glasses are behind the bar.
4: Thanks. Man, those two really made this place out to be scary. But, um, which tap do I use? They just say D and T. D, of course. D for drinking. Ah. Uh, what's the T for? Throw Okay. I don't see any clean glasses. Are there some in this box?
5: Don't touch that! my God!
3: So, what? You're saying we should grab the kid and go?
2: I don't know. It's just...
3: Fine. Smoke your cigar and think. Because, I mean, 32 years, we've never missed a gig. I'm not sure if... that's odd.
2: What? What's odd?
3: The back door. I was going to crack it open to let out some of the smoke, but... Yeah, yeah. It's locked. Or jammed or something.
2: Locked? From the outside? Okay, that's it. We're gone.
3: On what? On, on on a hunch? A locked door? You're going to cancel on Hiram? No warning? No advance notice? You know what that'll do for your reputation, right? You mean
2: our reputation. No,
3: I mean yours. I'm performing. Come on! You can throw what's left of your career away, if you want to, but not me.
2: Don't you feel it?
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Look me in the eye and say that. Look me in the eye and tell me you don't feel it, too. I, I... He's crazy. We've got to get out of here.
4: What's, What's the problem? problem? What's what, what happened? What, what happened? He's, he's, I, I was behind the bar. This box. I opened. This box is full of knives. Big ones.
1: <laughs> 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 what? Oh, <geez. laughs>
2: S- some of them still had blood on them. There are boxes like that in every bar.
3: Every CD bar. It's anyway. where
2: bouncers put weapons they confiscate. Yeah,
3: They get drunk, forget to take them back over the years. It builds up.
2: Jeez, how wet behind the ears can you get? Burst in and all. Bugs full of weapons! You should have seen your face!
4: <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not like that. This place is creeping me out. I, I I, don't think we should play here. Oh, he doesn't think so. Look, just so you know... Shut your face, you drunken hack! Listen to me!
2: <gasps> what did you just call me? I, I was just... Uh, you! You come in the business gig for four months, and you think you can tell me what to do?
5: Everything all right back here?
3: Junior's just getting cold feet.
5: (laughs) Well, that's what these tours are for, right? Separate the men from the boys. No offense, Peaches.
3: None taken. Or boys, either.
5: Well, it's not for everyone, comedy. Some people are just too sensitive for it. Ain't that right, J.J.? Yeah, right.
3: Well, look, Leroy, even if you can't go on, you still need to earn your keep. Did you set up the mic before you wimped out?
4: I did not wim... Yes, everything's set up. I'll go do the door now.
5: No, I I got that covered. You guys just hang out back here. Fifteen minutes. Hey, could we get some f- food at least? Kitchen's closed.
3: At least that hasn't changed.
2: Place filled up really fast.
3: Damn fast! Looks like a full house out there.
2: Lights are
4: so dim, I can't really tell. Is it just me, or do the audience members look a little um,
2: weird? Like they're not shaped right?
3: What? Like inbred? <laughs> What'll you do to them?
2: Nah, nah. I see what the lunkhead's saying. These people—it's like their clothes are too tight, but in weird places, like they grew new arms or something. Hey, check out that big
4: guy in front. His eyes. What? So they're mean?
3: Sorta of stupid.
4: No, there are three of them. No, it's just shadows.
5: I'm telling you. Who's ready for the carnage to start? <laughs> We've got some great performers tonight, fresh off the road. So let's welcome the first one, JJ Jackson.
2: Thank you. Thanks for that non existent welcome. So, how are we all doing tonight? Yeah, I hear ya. You know what gets me mad? It's how ladies get so upset when you leave the seat up. I mean, what's up with that? You think cavemen had trouble like this? Gug, you left elephant skull up. Me fall in, it bite me. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, I didn't like that one either. Hey, what do you call a guy who's half Hispanic? Sorda Rican. <laughs>
3: It.
4: Wait, look at the tables. Why are they all lighting matches like that?
2: How about them Red Sox? Huh? You know what? Uh, no Mars shirt for. No Mars steroids. Thanks. I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these three chicks walk into Planet Hollywood and. Hey, watch it. Oh my God,
3: what was that? A flaming napkin?
2: It's the whole audience.
3: They're all doing it. Hey, screw you guys. JJ, get out of there! Hurry,
4: he's on fire!
3: Wait, 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 it's okay. Some of the audience is running up to help him. Oh!
4: They're not helping. They're trying to kill him. Ah! Oh! No! Oh! Ah! Peaches, where are you going? Peaches,
3: kid, help me with this jaw. What are you doing? Making a barricade.
4: For JJ. There's,
3: there's, there's no lock on the door, kid. If he gets in, so does the audience. Ugh. Help me, damn it! Oh, oh, god! Help me! Go away, you son of a bitch! Leave us out of it. Ooh, new winter. Wait Let me in. Let me out. Look at oh. well, that. Just. You think. You know him, man. It's
4: leaking under the
3: door. You worked with a man 30 years. I don't see the outside. God, the smell. They're like wild dogs. They've got his guts out by now. Uh, why am I uh, uh. hungry? Oh, they're going back to the tables. Oh, he's dead. His eye is still open. Still staring at me, but he's dead. That's how you know they're dead. It stops being fun.
4: Peaches? We've got to get out.
3: <sighs> Only one way out, Leroy. The stage. I'm up next.
4: No, you're going out there?
3: Don't worry i I have a plan.
4: it It, it was nice knowing you peaches.
3: See his own kid.
4: Oh my god, oh my god. What, what do I do? What, what do I do?
3: Oh, so sorry. I, I seem to have something stuck in my teeth.
5: It's all-
3: Oh, I I have a special treat for you tonight. Someone I know you're going to love. He's fresh, he's young, he's a rising new talent. Please welcome Leroy Paretsky. What?
4: No, I I can't.
3: Come on out, Leroy. We'll come and get you.
4: Please don't kill me.
5: I... I... Come on, loser! They're here for comedy! I, 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 uh,
4: hello. Good to see you. Uh, I'm Leroy, and um, Father's Day's coming up, and I don't know what to do. See, I, I was abused as a child. That's not the punchline. I... I was abused as a child... My dad, he used to put out his cigarettes on my arm. On my arm. So, so now trying to buy him gifts. But all he asked for is an ashtray shaped like a four-year-old boy. I, uh, I got dumped recently. And, you know, I was thinking about suicide. I get it. I get it. What the kind of pain is as it's pain. So uh I actually did try suicide when I was thirteen. I tried using an exacto acto But uh my first cuts were shallow and uh now and I've got bloody slippery. So it slipped. And- into my knee.
3: What the hell is this? What the hell kind of garbage is this? He's crap. What are you doing? There's no punchline. Anyone could do this.
4: Sorry, Peaches. You tried to screw me. You failed. But that's a running theme with you, isn't it?
3: Kill you. I'll rip out your throat.
5: job out there you were killing them literally in one case
4: i can't wait i made it out alive
5: yeah you're great earned yourself a two-hour break before the next show
4: the next show
5: yeah the 10 o'clock then there's the 12 and the two the no, four no the six no <laughs> you get the no, idea. Oh no, no. Hey kid. It's like they say dying's easy. It's comedy that's hard. <laughs>
1: All the world's a stage fast. and yummy movie players. And these three players have made their exits. They had ample warning. They had their chance. Then again, perhaps not. In the after hell <laughs> you have no chance. <laughs> heard After Hell, Dying on Stage, written by Brian Rust. Featured in the cast were David Loftus as JJ, Jackie Schmall as Peaches, Shane Highland as Leroy, DJ Childs as Hiram, and Sam A. Mowry as the narrator. Our director was Joseph Medina. Sound mixing and post-production by Doug Krebs at DIG Recording in Portland, Oregon. Additional material was produced in Boston by the Post-Meridian Radio Players and recorded at Red Dog Studios in Blackstone, Massachusetts. After Hell themes by Kurt Siffert, Music by Mark Rose. After Hell was produced by Jamie Lawson and Joseph Medina of Olean Productions. With special thanks to the Willamette Radio Workshop, now online at radiowork.com. For more on this program, go to afterhell.com.
0: And that was the chilling tale of dying on stage from the After Hell series of Olean Productions. We'll be talking with the play's creator next week, Joe Medina, who is about as twisted as you can imagine, and we'll be talking about his uh, terrible childhood as well as sampling a few more of his dark tales next week. I actually, however, will be headed out, missing some of this beautiful weather I talked about earlier, to visit hot and humid West Plains, Missouri, for the one and only National Audio Theater Festival. Uh, Fear not, however, thanks to the magic of the Wonder Web, the show will go on undeterred. I'll be blogging throughout the week about my experiences at the conference, and then the following week, and it's July 5th, I think will feature a wrap-up show featuring outtakes and tales from the conference, maybe even some short drama pieces. I do know that I'll be talking to everyone, seeing who might want to be on the show, and trying to come up with a really great summer schedule and fall schedule, too, actually. And if you have any thoughts about what you'd like to hear on the show, by all means, let me know. You uh, can uh, just email me, fred at com. Really look forward to your feedbacks uh, about the show format, uh, the kind of content you'd like to hear, uh, all that. Uh, In the interim, you know you can state your cravings for more audio stories, news, reviews, and discussion at the podcast and blog, www.RadioDramaRevival.com, or just peruse us on the iTunes store by searching Radio Drama Revival. That wraps it up for the day. Uh, Till next week, keep your mind and ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.